0: Thank you. Welcome to this episode of the Complete Men Podcast. This podcast aims to help, support and inspire men of all ages to reach their full potential and be fully present in their lives, be better men and serve our families and community. Hello again, it's your host Paul Tonner and this week we are going to talk about and focus on the topic of shame. So what is it? So shame can mean many things. However, comes from the belief where one may feel inadequate, flawed, or done something wrong. Also, one may believe that they are bad, unimportant, undeserving, and not good enough, or there is something wrong with them. Maybe something one has done in the past that they feel bad about and fail to forgive themselves for. One can then develop what's called a core shame belief and then become addicted to it because, firstly, It gives one a feeling of control over the feelings and behaviour of others. That is, an individual believes that others are rejecting them, or they behave in unloving ways because of the inadequacy of the individual. Secondly, it protects one from other feelings that they are afraid to feel and gives them a sense of control over their own feelings. Shame may be hiding one's loneliness, heartbreak, grief, sadness, sorrow or helplessness over others. Oprah Winfrey sums it up well when she says, We all tell ourselves unkind and mostly untrue stories about ourselves and then marinate in those stories our entire lives. Shame often develops from one's feelings of inadequacy, perceived weaknesses and negative self-talk. So Examples are, you might say to yourself, get into the trap of saying I'm not good looking enough, I'm not smart enough, I'll never have a girlfriend because of, because of the way I look. These are key ingredients in the poisonous marinade which Oprah Winfrey refers to. In many cultures such as Western cultures like Australia, especially with men, people from a young age are primed from a young age to harden up and be tough when we feel emotions such as shame, guilt, and embarrassment. So what is the difference between shame and guilt? Guilt is feeling bad about what you did. So an example is when you got caught speeding when driving. Normally involves breaking the rules. However, normally you do not lose value because of it. Shame is feeling bad about who you are. Shame is the emotions of self-disappointment and those aspects of our inner lives we are embarrassed by that we conceal from the world because of this we may find it more difficult to connect with others shame affects our values so an example is getting caught cheating on a test lowers your value i take something i did and i make it about me therefore lowering my self-worth and self-esteem guilt is about actions shame is about the self Engaging in behaviour that causes one to feel guilty can lead to deep shame. However, the effects of shame and guilt can greatly affect our self-esteem and relationships and even result in psychological problems such as depression and anxiety, even bipolar disorder and schizophrenia and substance abuse and eating disorders. Feelings of shame can be carried by an individual for many, many years, even from childhood. So an example is a child who longs for closeness with his parents and not getting the love he wanted and being rejected. The beliefs that we may have at an early age such as I'm unlovable develops and a core of shame starts to build. The experiences that cause shame can alter one's basic trust in others and are at the heart of dysfunctional behavior. Shame is not always a bad thing as it can remind a person of their mistakes and learning from these mistakes, therefore helping them make better decisions in the future. It can also guide one towards more acceptable social behaviour and help the wider community. However, carrying shame stories for many years is unhealthy shame that holds one back and makes it more difficult for them to achieve their goals. So let's look at toxic shame versus healthy shame. So toxic shame is where I did this thing and I make this mistake. I made this mistake and now I'm a bad person. I've assigned value to it. So I'll give you an example about myself. About five years ago where I live here, I guess you heard that with the siren going off that I'm recording from home in the background there. Yeah, about five years ago across the road, and this went on for a couple of years and it used to just drive me insane there was um, a lot of construction work going on they were putting a great big building across the road and it just went on and on and on and the noise every day and the smell it was just uh, stressful it was a stressful time for myself and yeah I think it greatly affected my own health And I remember one morning I'd just had enough and I went out the balcony and I yelled at a group of construction workers across the road in front of my daughter. So I wasn't being a very good role model. Healthy shame is where I use shame as a helpful tool and not lessen my value. So an example is yelling at the construction workers and not feeling good about it and thinking about what I've done and how how I will not do it again next time. So in other words owning what i did so next time i know that what it felt like and that it was wrong i'll take a deep breath and we'll not react and we'll keep calm and thankfully all that construction work is finished now so where and when have you felt shame in your life how did you feel and how did you manage these feelings So an example is feelings of not reaching your potential in life career-wise, a failed marriage, wasting money, not appreciating things, or being nasty to someone. An activity I took part in during the week at the Complete Men's Group was to do with shame. It involved all the men in the circle being vulnerable and writing down one thing on four pieces of paper, something in our lives that we have felt shame over. I found the activity a very powerful one because it made me get out of my comfort zone and instead of pushing the feeling of shame away, I actually addressed it. All the men, including myself, placed all our feelings of shame into a steel bowl that was set alight and placed the time when we have felt shame in our lives into the fire and made a powerful comment as we place each feeling of shame into the fire to burn away. I felt a great feeling of relief afterwards. So other ways in which we can heal shame. So firstly, be willing to accept that other feelings and behaviour have nothing to do with you. Accept that others have the free will to be open or closed, loving and unloving, and that you are not the cause of their feelings and behaviour. Don't take others' behaviour personally and let go of the need to control others instead show compassion to yourself and others and let go of the false beliefs about yourself that cause your feelings of shame so an example is i'm reading a really good book at the moment which another man in my men's group recommended to me it's called the resilience project by hugh van Collenberg, and he talks about some events in his past that brought him shame one was when he was a kid and his younger sister was kidnapped in front of him, taken away and abused, and the shame he carried with him for years and years for feeling that he abandoned his little sister, who at 14 years of age developed an eating disorder from the deep trauma she suffered. He also felt shame for not being there for his sister while she was going through this, and for years he told himself he was a bad brother for not hanging around and helping when his sister became sick and often being at his girlfriend's place instead. However, he told himself years later after looking at the situation and saying to himself that he wasn't a bad person, he just made a bad decision at the time, and that it was just part of life, and how he is able now to learn from bad decisions and aim to do better next time. He talks about the importance of being able to empathise with the real motivation behind your actions so looking back at that time during his stage of life he was 18 years old he'd just finished school just got his driver's licence and had fallen in love for the first time he had the choice then of being at home which was an ongoing source of grief or going to his girlfriend's place and being with his mates at the pub which brought happiness it helped him understand the motive for his behaviour at the time Feelings of shame shut people down so that they can distance themselves from the internal state of hopelessness. An activity you might want to consider is mapping your life and writing a letter to yourself. What it involves is drawing up a timeline of events that may have brought you shameful thoughts, then make a list of all the strengths you now have as a result of those difficult moments in your life. Write a letter to a young you and what you believe about yourself what you well what you believed about yourself at the time so an example is writing to a thirteen year old you who came last in a science test in the class and believed he was a dunce. What would a younger ashamed version of you want to hear from the adult you have become now now I remember doing this in that men's group activity uh, probably about eight years ago, nine years ago, where each man in front of the other men had to talk about and walk along the floor giving talking about their life and all the different stages of their life and times when they felt shame. It also it's also helpful to look around at others who own their story and recognise the strength and purpose it has given them and feel inspired. So an example with Uh, with the book I'm reading at the moment with uh, Hugh Van Kolenberg his sister who has made peace with this terrible event that happened to her all those years ago and how she has gone on to have an amazing life and now helps young people who are also affected by trauma also be willing to feel your authentic feelings rather than cover them up with anger or shame be kind to yourself by being with caring and compassionate people for your own feelings an example i can think about is being uh, caring and compassionate to your own feelings is greg chapel he was my hero when i was growing up when i was a kid brilliant australian cricketer and former captain of australia and yeah the first of february in 1981 he ordered his younger brother trevor to bowl an underarm delivery on the last ball of the day Now, it was considered, well, it was in the rules within the time, but it was a very unsportsmanlike act at the time. And, yeah, he copped enormous criticism for many years and was especially unpopular with New Zealanders and yes, And, but what happened many years later, he discussed his public exposure of feeling and admitting his faults. I'm sure this greatly helped his reduce his anxiety. So he looked back at what, what was going through his life at the time. The enormous pressure of captaining his country. The extremely hot day. The situation of the match. How exhausted he was playing in the heat. And the fact that he had, um, earlier in the day, scored a lot of runs. Yeah, and it was also just the constant travelling to and from, all around, from one city to the next, day after day, and just the constant pressure that he had to undertake of uh, captaining his country and taking on extra duties. So, it's also important to develop self-compassion and to like yourself. Know that you are only human and will make mistakes. When I think about this, I think of that great Billy Joel song, You're Only Human. You will learn from those mistakes, you are a great person. This can help you move from toxic shame to healthy shame. And bring the shame to a conscious level by recognising where it is located in the body. Feel the feelings and describe the hurt, sadness, revenge and embarrassment and own the previously hidden feelings. If the shame from your past was brought on by someone else, describe the original experience. Discuss the negative energy of the person who caused the humiliation or rejection. Explore their reasons for the cruelty and understand that it is not your shame but someone else's. Visualise throwing away the other person's shame. And use laughter and pleasant emotions to reduce the tensions caused by the feelings of shame. Terrifying situations may be diffused by humour and laughter and it's an indicator of good self-esteem and feeling good enough to laugh about the unpleasant situation. So, example is uh, with Hugh Van Kolenberg. (laughs) He talks about accidentally wetting his pants in front of the class when he was in year two, and how just before he went on stage, years later as a guest speaker for the Resilience Project in Melbourne, he had accidentally taken a sleeping tablet instead of an anti-inflammatory tablet. And how he owned the situation and shared it with the audience when he went on stage. He recalled the lessons he learnt from owning the experience from when he wet his pants in year two. He was able to successfully get through the performance on stage. Now look at what you had to work with at the time. Ask yourself, did I really know what my worth was at the time? And did I really know then how to draw boundaries for myself and protect myself? So, that's all for this episode of The Complete Men Podcast. The Complete Men Foundation is based on the Gold Coast and we provide weekly men's groups and also deliver workshops, individual support and programs for men to engage in as well as related personal growth activities. For any man interested in attending, please go to our website completemen.org.au or phone 04 78 508 f- five. References for this episode are on the platform page. I wish you great energy throughout your week. Aho!